Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, a paper crafting and creative lifestyle show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we are creating in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedell. The Crafty Ass Female Podcast is brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project, a community that encourages you to tell your story with pictures, paper, words, and the bits of life we find along the way. You can join us in the ALP for free at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kelly. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you. Third third time coming on, and we're excited yes. for this one because we... I feel like, so episode 152 was you popping back on talking about paper person and rebranding and the new stuff you had going on. And one of those things was the election collection, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I just Mm -hmm. realized rhyming was fun to say. (laughs) And since the election's been over, question mark, right? (laughs) That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, (laughs) Strange. But yeah, so a lot of stuff has come up and you kind of wanted to come on and chat with us. Yeah, I think I think nobody expected everything to go the way it went. And so there's a lot to think about. And I think a lot still I'm processing and I guess we're waiting to see what happens. But yeah, it was it was exciting. I kept saying to friends like this would be so entertaining if it wasn't like terrifying if we all you know, <laughs> exactly if life and death wasn't in the factoring in. But um, I think the main question I really kept thinking about and you mentioned the election products so I did a set of election cards and stickers and it sold out super 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 fast within minutes when it went on sale and then I put up the digitals for people who could go and just buy like the papers and this I, I think it was just the papers and print them at home and I sold I think like three times the amount of digitals And just those numbers shocked me. Um, It was amazing to see, but just so, so, so surprising that like hundreds of people wanted just these cards. And, you know, yes. So the main question I wanted to ask you guys is why is nobody designing one? Why is nobody else designing election products? Two, why is nobody designing products for Republicans? Like why (laughs) has no one just plastered make America great again on cards because that it would have sold so well. And it's, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen something I haven't seen or if you think, or if you haven't seen Republican friends documenting or scrapbookers, I don't know. I'm just so interested in that. I have so many things <laughs> to say. Okay. Right. So One of the things that I think about this election in particular was it was very present in our lives. And I think that was the case for so many different reasons. One, we were all home. Two, so many more people have realized the impact of politics in their lives over the last four years. And whether that is because of the current president and his interesting ideas on things, um, or like literally things have happened to them and politics has impacted their lives in a way that it did not impact their lives before whether that was because of the coronavirus, whether that was because of some other policy. And, you know, when politics impacts your life, it's a lot easier to see it. And I think, and I could be, like, I could be wrong with this. One of the reasons I think people are afraid to make political, I'm, I'm using air quotes to talk about political products, is because... In this country, we have this thing where you, quote unquote, you don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about these things that are things that could 
provoke tension. Mm-hmm. But there's so much tension right now that even talking about politics or talking about religion, you're not going to provoke tension because there is tension. And like you were saying, for so many people, it's a matter of life and death. Who gets elected this past November? And so many people not only cared about this election, people weren't just talking about this election, people actually did things. Like, they phone banked, they donated money, and people got physically involved in this election in some way. And when you are getting involved in this election, if you are a documenter, that's how you, you know, that's what you're going to document. Oh yeah, I made phone, I did phone banking for Senator Warren. This election seemed so much more personal than a lot of the other elections. And at least for, the, you know, on, on the Democrat side and on the Republican side, on the Republican side, you know, you have the president and he has his slogans and he has the things. And that's awesome for those people, I guess. But I don't, you know, I wonder why we aren't seeing things like, you know, MAGA paper. Because it's, you know, it's interesting because way back when, when we used to have like big scrapbook conventions, people would just make like paper that would just say things like that. Like I literally have a sheet of, this is going to, I have a sheet of John McCain paper. It just, and I know, I know. It literally just says like, John McCain, like literally all over it. <laughs> it's it's now. I, when was the John McCain? Like when was two thousand eight? Yeah, it's it's literally from two thousand eight, so it's twelve years old. I obviously haven't used it because I have no. And like, what am I going to use it on? He's now gone. <laughs> so like, I have to do something with it. But you know, those papers. Like, I wonder if we were having scrapbook conventions. Would we have seen more of these MAGA papers? Or any, I think is because there, I don't well, know if any. And I wonder, is it, is it because our bubbles are a little bit more closed that we're not seeing them? That's what I wonder. And I don't shop for scrapbook products ever anymore. Um, so I didn't know if I was missing something, but, you know, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything even remotely with like elephants on it or you know like any any kind of digital kit or something that was geared towards republicans and is the is the thing where you're at right now is that you saw how in demand it was for people to express that part of their life this year mm-hmm. that that you're kind of thinking why wouldn't the flip side be the case as well like if people want to express themselves right i guess this really came from i had some ruth bader ginsburg stickers and um those sold that was also sold out very very quickly and i I don't know if it was a comment on Instagram or if it was a DM or something that someone was like, are you going to make some Amy or I would love an Amy Coney Barrett. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't respond. um, Because no, I don't have any plans to make those stickers because I do not personally support her. And, um, and then it just got me thinking like, why isn't someone making sticker like why are there millions of Ruth products and you you know I would think someone would catch on that is a Republican or that supports her or something that would say oh people like this kind of stuff they like supporting feminism they like that strong woman they like this woman who is you know a new justice why why wouldn't you take advantage of, not take advantage, but like seize that opportunity and give people those kind of products? Because obviously they're, you know, not all scrapbookers are Democrats, like definitely not all scrapbookers are Democrats. So why isn't someone, and maybe there's no answer because we don't know, <laughs> we're not, we're not at that party, but you know, why, I, I just find it so interesting that nobody is doing products for them specifically And, you know, Kristen, you were saying, like, we don't, uh, you know, politics is kind of taboo, but 
I don't know if you know Illustrated Faith. Have you ever talked to Shanna Noel? Oh, yeah, Shanna all the time. And so, like, her business and her company is one of the biggest small businesses I know. And it's all about the Bible and Bible journaling and documenting and really putting your religion out there in a really creative and crafty way. And so, you know, if that's so popular and now I've learned politics can also be very popular, like, you know, where, where is this going to go? What are, what are people looking for? Um, and yeah, and like, do people who are Republicans feel like, what do they feel? Because, you know, everything they see that I put out was very pro Biden. Good question. Maybe we should have, maybe I should have thought about like a Republican to bring on here and ask them. Yeah. Because I don't think we, yeah. I don't think we have the answers to, to some of these questions. I think one of the things that was interesting this year was everyone always gets like their I voted sticker. Mm-hmm. And that's like the cool thing. Like I got my I voted sticker. I'm going to put this in my scrapbook. Cool. I'm done. But like, since we knew that wasn't happening for a lot of us, we kind of got more creative, I think. And like, we were home. And also I think most of us got like, I don't know, five pieces of mail from every politician on the planet. So I have a stack of, I have a stack of things that I want to put in a book, but I don't know how I'm going to document them yet. Is there anything that you guys are keeping or have kept or have done anything with other than your, I I guess, did anyone else get an I voted in the mail sticker? No, um, Oregon votes always by mail. um, So they send everybody a ballot and there's no stickers included which is sad. Um, yeah, I am jealous. I want I want an I voted sticker. I don't know why. It's the scrapbooker in me, the paper person that wants that yeah. I voted sticker for sure. But um, I saved, I think, a lot from this whole, even starting back in the primaries, like I um, bought some merch from Pete Buttigieg. Um, I've got some Elizabeth Warren stickers. So I think I did save a lot of different pieces from this whole past year plus, which is good. But then I don't, I don't know what to do with them. Like I have a lot of the button pins and, you know, those don't exactly fit into a little three by four pocket. So (laughs) it's a question of, yes, I want to save all this, but how do I, yeah, what do I do with it? How do I, do I need to write any journaling with these things, do I need to explain what I, you know, my thoughts to the primaries? And I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of all sitting in a box for me to someday decide. And I still have stuff like I still have Hillary buttons and I have like newspapers um, from 2016 that are, again, are just sitting in a box somewhere that, you know, I would like to say, but I don't know what to do with. And I think of like, how awesome is it when we see stuff like that from like, you know, past elections when we see, I think those buttons that was like, you know, the flare buttons were such a big part of campaigns for so long. It's amazing to see those old, you know, campaign buttons. So someday I will be so glad to have this, but it's just like, again, now it's just like stuff. Yeah. Well, like I think of those campaign buttons and I think like like you look down at it and you're like, this marked an important time in history in my life. Like, like it feels like Kristen was saying before, a little heavy and a little serious and you know that it's serious. So you want to like either journal and accompaniment with that button. But then the way I was thinking about what Kristen was saying and your products and everything is like, it just collectively, I felt, felt like, um, a deep breath out like it felt like an exhale because like for me for example like I'm gonna hold it up I'll show it in after chatter but like Amazing. these were kind of some of, these are some of the designs from just like the stuff that they gave me to vote like New York had this cute one with the COVID and the vote New York that is that, really know, like, cute oh. right so for me to cut it out and just stick it in my planner is mean documenting that it's something that's happening but also like a deep breath out like it was fun and it was play and I think your products do that and as much as I feel like you were Biden heavy you all like my favorite card was 
this is what might not be what we wanted, but this is what we got. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not exactly celebrating Biden, but you're also saying, like, this is what we're dealing with and, you know, kind of thing. So that sentiment, like, you do things like that where, like, it's just a feeling that scrapbookers and everywhere and people everywhere, whether they scrapbook or not, feel. And then it's just, like, there. And you're just like, yes. Like, you do that with Christmas stuff. Like, you do, you're just – I like that you work that into your design. So I feel that was maybe the draw of it is that it was this big bubble and you just decompress us a little bit with how you deliver it. So maybe that was the draw on top of the fact that, you know, most of the people were on your side, you know, you know the same side as you with them. But I feel like it was just a breath out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then when I think about it personally, like we did a whole election episode. Was that two years ago, Kristen? And it was like no major election, but it was around this time. And she's so, we played on our roles with that because I was, I've always been so naive when it came, like, especially compared to you two, I feel like I'm very naive and I'm just learning. And personally for me, your products are like my gateway into that world that I've never really had before. So like, I'd look at your products and go, Oh, okay. Like this is how I use this because this means this, like I was putting the pieces together because it was a way to relate to it because it's paper and scrapbook. Again, I know that world. So for me, it was something that I wasn't so versed in that your products helped me get familiar with. You look around and everyone's making a big deal about this thing that you know is important, but that isn't so much in my head that mm -hmm. once I got your the things in my hand, I was like, because this is what this means. Like it just filled in a lot of the gaps for me. So I feel like maybe that's a big part of it too, is that people who are naive like me, like the election episode was important for me because I was able to say, I'm using my naivety, like educate me, I am dumb. So I feel like people are afraid to even say that sometimes because we should know, but we don't necessarily have mm -hmm. a way to know. Mm -hmm. And when you make it in a, in this world that I know, it gives it, it gives me more access. So I felt like that was another level to the election products that helped me maybe helped other people too. But then I keep wrapping around to your first question, like, then where are the Republicans in all this? Yeah. And like, <laughs> aren't they feeling the same it's thing? a good question. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I did try to do stay pretty nonpartisan with those cards. I think, you know, the Biden sticker was including that in the kit was definitely a, a sign of where my, you know, heart lies. But I did try to stay pretty nonpartisan. So even if you were Republican, you could still use all every single one of those cards. Um, but yeah, yeah, going back to that same question. Um, and maybe we will see somebody else do it. But, you know, I do see a lot of products I put out there. And then weeks or months or later in the year, I see someone do the exact same idea, just with their name on it. So I guess I just was really surprised that nobody jumped on the election the election bandwagon. And I, I guess I think I'm just curious of like how Republicans feel being like, well, I can't share, or I just wonder, you know, are they scared to share their election scrapbooking because they probably see more Democrats sharing their scrapbooking and thoughts and, and everything. So yeah, are they, are they, not sharing as much are they I don't know it's just a lot of a lot of unknowns about Republicans yeah. in general but about scrapbooking yeah. as well yeah I think one of the things also is that Kelly you are just a very cool person and when people feel like they are not connected to you it hurts their feelings that's interesting I didn't that's an interesting thought yeah, I think that's, like, from an outsider. Like, well, that's, like, I influencer can, culture. Right. No, I think that's, I yeah. think that's like, exactly what I mean. Like, oh, okay, I really look up to Kelly. I love her products. I love what she makes. I've, I've been following her for years. Mm -hmm. And, oh, okay, well, you know, I just feel othered. And, you know, that that can just be hurtful sometimes. But you know what? Too bad. Because there are so many other people in this world who feel othered all of the time for so many worse reasons than 
you don't feel like a scrapbook kit fits you perfectly. You know, that's like, that's honestly the epitome of privilege. And if that hurts your feelings, then that just sucks. It sucks to have your feelings hurt and like you don't feel like you fit in with a, a certain group of people. But, you know, we don't all just fit in all the time. But also, like, I've said this a million times and I will continue to say this. Your products, you can tell so many stories with your products. And if people feel like they can't tell their stories with your products, then I think that that's a personal thing. Because again, like, yeah, you had a little Joe Biden sticker in that kit, but you sold Donald Trump stickers like four months ago. And so I saved mine. And so now I have a Donald Trump and a, a Joe Biden that I have to <laughs> put somewhere. So, you know, it's, you can't always be 100% fair to every single person ever, all the time. And I'm sure that the void of Republican scrapbook products will be filled especially now that we have, you know, Democrats in the White House when this all gets fixed and sort of just like whatever, not different conversation. You know, you can be more, like I was saying before, it doesn't have to be as serious. Like, again, you can make Sleepy Joe memes and I don't even know how you would start making fun of Kamala, but I really don't want to think about it. And so whatever. But in order for you to be the best you, you need to continue making authentic products to yourself. And like you were saying, like you didn't even, like I still haven't seen like a digital scrapbook kit for like Justice Barrett. And there's always a void to be filled. Like if there's a void to be filled, someone's going to fill it. And I like, I love that you make stickers that have, a donkey, and an elephant. Because I think when we document things like the election, when we document things that are, like, civically minded, we should document the whole thing. And not just like, oh yeah, this is me and my side, and this is how I'm feeling about, like, my candidate, blah, 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 blah. And so, just because, you know, your customer base tends to lean more a certain way because they are demographically certain people, you know, any type of marketing person, like if you went to like whatever street on New York city that I'm not thinking of Madison Avenue, if you went to Madison Avenue and hired like the best marketing person, then they would tell you like, these are your customers lean into that. Mm. And you're always going, no matter what you make, whether you make soap, whether you make luxury cars, whether you make whatever, you're always going to alienate someone, no matter what. And I think a lot of people right now are just feeling a little bit more alienated just because, also. And I think there has been a lot of that, like you were saying, like, are Republican women feeling like they can't share their election pages? Mm. Probably. I mean, there's been a lot of talk and stuff about, like, if you support this president, if you voted for this president, then you are not my friend. Like, you are, we can't have a relationship because this president supports taking children away from their families. A terrible policy on the coronavirus. Like, you know, the laundry list is long. And so, you know, seeing those things on Instagram and then internalizing them personally and then saying, can I share my pages, which again, when you scrapbook about your life, that's inherently vulnerable. And then to go and share that with women who are saying like, oh, if you're that person, then I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't want to know you at all. Like that can't be easy. And so sure, it's just easy to lash out at like, oh, well, paper person doesn't make Republican things. So why don't I just ask her, why doesn't she make a Republican thing for me? So I can just at least have something cute on my paper to make me feel awesome. And so, I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it completely makes sense. Um, it does. And, you know, I guess it just mixes in, you know, how I feel about the Republican Party in general and people who did vote for Trump and my bias is towards that. And so you're right. Like, I guess, you know, it would, if I was putting myself in a, 
the shoes of someone who is a Trump supporter. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, but I think Trump supporters, I think I was going to say, like, would I be scared to share my love for Trump? But I think Trump supporters are usually typically very proud of being a Trump supporter, right? Like, you know, I think that they take a lot of pride. I'm making some generalizations here, but I do think, you know, they take pride in that and um, like the merch and, you know, like the signs and the biggest banners. And so I guess I'm just surprised that I have not seen any pro-Trump scrapbooking at all. And I guess it surprises me because seeing um, the results and just knowing, I mean, Utah is a red state, you know, all these Midwestern states, even though they are turning blue, that's a lot of, you know, even more suburban women voted for Donald Trump in 2020 than they did in 2016. So, yeah, so where's the scrapbooker like that? Where's the scrapbooker who's like... um, wants a card that says like masks are taking away my freedoms or taking photos of storming the Capitol with their guns. Like they have to be out there and they have to want to be documenting the same things that they're living through. But I'm just not seeing, I I guess I'm just not seeing that. Well, I wonder if that's the, like, I wonder, you know, there's a really good, um infographic that i saw back in i think it was july that was uh it was a circle it was a bunch of circles and it was like who you know who's influencing who on social media blah 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 and i was wondering you know are those people the scrapbookers like the people who are out on the capitol with their long guns are those the women who scrapbook you know if they're you know let's say you know those are republican women they believe in this, this, and this, and they're in one circle, right? Are they the women who scrapbook? Well, this this comes into play with what I've been thinking about the whole time, but didn't really know how to say it, and it might be a sweeping statement, and I don't want to say it, but whatever. I just feel like with scrapbook, there comes a really intuitive core level of reflection, and when you think about some of the things we're saying or talking about, like do the people that believe that have that skill of like core level reflection? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just saying this again, which I don't mind playing the part of the naive, dumb millennial who doesn't get it, right? Whatever. Maybe someone's hearing me talk and thinking that. But I feel like if you stop and think just a little bit about Trump or a little bit about not wearing masks, but like if you like reflect on that a little bit. Like there's some logic that doesn't match up in my mind. Again, this is coming from my perspective. Like maybe I'm missing something, but if you believe and back some of those things, is there some reflection button that doesn't go off in your body kind of thing? I get I what, you're you know saying. what I'm saying. I, co- I totally get what you're saying. Um, and I think something else that fits into that too is, you know, Democrats are, are now skewing younger and um, what is, what does Trump say? Like the, or like they call like the Hollywood elites, like maybe more creative, sure. maybe more whatever. Um, but also, you know, um, what was I going to say? I think, you know, a lot of, not again, this is like making sweeping statements, but if you're religious, if you're very religious and um, you're also Republican, I think you are doing some deep reflection or you are really in touch with your values and your family values. And, um, and yeah, there are other things you're passionate about and things that you are examining in your own life if you're very religious or and go to church every week and things like that. So at some point, you know, I guess I just look at um, how scrapbooking was started in Utah and they're Mormons. And, mm-hmm. you know, those Mormons founded all this documenting stuff and picture taking and being crafty. And, you know, I don't know what the breakdown of Republican or Democrats is in Mormon religion, the Mormon culture, but um, 
yeah, again, I guess it goes back to, I just get surprised that like, you know, we see Mormons documenting, but we do, why do we not see them documenting the election? Or politics or, yeah, or being angry about wearing masks or anything like that. I think, yeah, no matter where you stand, you still have something to say and you still have something that right now is probably making you angry. So there is something for everyone to still be documenting or sharing or talking about, but maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Well, for anything in this podcast, we're very, um, what do we say? We're not export experts. We're exploratory. We've said that from the beginning. Like we just explore. I yeah. Guess. I think I'm just curious. It's not, yeah. yeah. It's just like a curiosity of like, do I not know? Am I missing something? Have I not thought about something? Um, yeah. Just very like interested in how this is all like played out in our industry. It's, it's been mm-hmm. another thing that like I didn't think about before. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. And I think, so there's one thing that I've been thinking about, like more than anything over the last four years. And it's how, so I, you know, we talk about all the time I went to school for uh, basically women in American politics, right? And in school, I thought I would essentially work for politicians was my goal. And so one of the questions I would always ask myself in college during the George W. Bush administration is, you know, because this is a question everyone always asks themselves in the situation is, would you work for the president? You know, if asked, would you serve at the pleasure of the president? And even in college, I was obviously incredibly liberal, but always, always the answer was yes. I would always, always, always consider, like I would, if asked, would I work in the White House? Yes, because that's what you do. You you know, if the, if the president asks you to work for him or her, you say yes, because that's what you do to serve your country. And then obviously, you know, it's Obama. And it's like, well, duh. But then with this one, it was different. Because even while he was campaigning, you could just tell he didn't want things that were good for everyone in this country. Like, even while George W. Bush was just fumbling everything, messing up a war and had Dick Cheney as, like, war criminal, like, next to him, they were at least trying. Like, they, in their own selves bad way, were trying to do what they thought was right. This is different. And, like, it's just on a profoundly different level of different. Like, George W. Bush respected the office of the president. This president does not. And, you know, I'm not the one who's saying that. It's the people inside the White House who are saying that. Like, and so when we talk about, like, this kind of both sidesism that we kind of get into like are we giving everybody you know equal sides is the democrat getting equal amount of you know airtime is the republican getting equal amount of airtime it reminds me of um have you guys ever seen it's a little it's a little meme and it's three little kids and they're all standing behind a baseball fence and one is called equality and one is called equity and on the fence called equality the three little kids you know there's like short medium and tall kid on the equality fence they're all standing on the same box the short kid can't see over the fence the medium kids can't see over the fence and the tall kid can see over the fence under equity they have staggered boxes so that the short kid is on a taller box so he can see over the fence the medium kid is on a medium box so he can see over the fence and the tall kid is on a short box so he can also see over the fence so they're all level on that they're one. all level yeah, they on the show last that to one. teachers so that we get it <laughs> right because it doesn't matter if you all give them an equal sized box if it doesn't provide them of the outcome of being able to see over the fence and with with this president, we just didn't ever have, you know, 
there's no way of getting equity with this precedent. Like, he never gave anyone anything. You know, he promised everyone the world in his campaign, and we got nothing. I mean, the guy hasn't been to a coronavirus task force meeting so in on, five months. So, like, on that note, and in what we've been talking about, like, I would love to see a Republican, like, scrapbook spread of them, like, arguing their point that isn't just, like, MAGA. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would love to see that then. Like, it, like everything you're saying, and, like, because they believe in him, and they, they shout MAGA, but they must have, like, other better reasons. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to just see them flesh that out. Or if they're upset because of the outcome of this election, like, really a deep, like, I don't know, again, this is my request of them to do in their scrapbooks or whatever. But I would just love to see that that wouldn't just be all propaganda shouting. You know what I mean? I don't know. But Yeah, like, I think, yeah, like how we (laughs) felt in 2016. You know, that's how half the country feels right now. So, right. yeah. So what did we document? No, not the three of us, but scrapbookers in general, you know, <laughs> what did, what did scrapbookers say from 2016 or what did they document or, or what memories did they choose to keep? Um, and then, yeah. And then now it's the other side. What are they doing? And you know, yeah, I think I saw a million memes and videos and funny cartoons like celebrating the win. Um, and because I, I guess on my social media, I'm in such like a tunnel vision. I don't see the other side. But yeah, I think I, I am just interested in seeing Republicans documenting or journaling or even photos that they took from this election. Um because yeah, we all we all want those I voted stickers. Like no matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, like you're still yeah, the the Republican scrapbookers I think want all the same things that Democrats do too, but um it's just hard yeah, it's just hard to share, I guess. Because like Kristen, you pointed out, like you would it's like opening, it's being very vulnerable at this point in time for people to kind of say mean things and, and really say hurtful things to you because of what you believe in. Um, but then also that, you know, like, again, bringing it back to religion, like that never prevents anyone from sharing re- religious beliefs a lot of the time. So, yeah, it's just a very interesting. It is. And you know what? There's been a, also, there's been a huge movement on the left to like bring back like oh we are also liberal but also we definitely go to church on sunday mm-hmm. and jesus was also a huge hippie um and i think that's also been really interesting to watch because so many of like my the people in my bubble who i know voted for biden are also like huge into like illustrated faith bible journaling which is, it's, again, like, those circles that I was talking about, you know, earlier, like, the people who are on the Capitol with their guns. And then there's the people who are Republican and religious. And then there's the people who are religious and go to church every Sunday, who are also people who are Democrats, like, staunch Democrats. And, I mean, basically, I think what we're saying is we need to see everyone's scrapbooks <laughs> all the time. Yeah, just show it, show it all, guys. But, like... I think still, like, I've been, like, vaguely going through, because I, I looked before, when before the episode, and I didn't see any scrapbook, Republican scrapbook stuff. Even, like, in Etsy, where, like, there are right. shops for everything. Or even, and like, I on like, Pinterest. I, I did not see any, yeah, where you would think you would see something, some... some right, there's no, like, sticker. digital yeah. MAGA page. Like, what... <laughs> Right, and, I, like, that's, I think, like, first, right, it was like, oh, maybe we're in our bubble, and maybe we just don't have any people who are, and maybe it's not people who aren't putting it on Instagram because they don't want to. But, no, it's just, and it's so, it's, honestly, I feel like this is another thing. It's weird when you go to search for something on the internet, and it's not there. <laughs> you I, found the one I, loophole of where, what the internet can provide you. I, no, I think, I, I, I feel so, like, I feel really weird when I go to look for something on the internet, and, like, the internet is like, 
no, 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 no. Are you sure you're not looking for like, oh yeah, no, no. I looked for MAGA scrapbooking kit and it's like, you definitely mean mega scrapbooking kit, right? And I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, okay, so this has been awesome. I think, I guess it's so interesting because, and you know what? I wonder, because like when you sent over your email, Kelly, one of the things you asked is like, what, you know, what made us all scrapbook the election this year? And I wonder if this was just one of those things that, like, you know, sometimes, you know, trends are just the thing. Sometimes there's llamas on everything. Sometimes, you know, I wonder if we all just decided to do it together because we needed to do it together because the last four years have been terrible. We're all inside the house. We needed a creative outlet. And you made something amazing. Tracy Reed has been making some amazing digital designs. There have been some other people who have been making some really awesome, just, I don't want to say stuff, but stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know what scrapbookers can do with stuff? We could do a lot of things with just stuff. And I think it happened like right after 4th of July. Because, you know, you get the patriotic stuff for 4th of July and it's like, okay, now I'm feeling, we kind of just slid right into like, oh yeah, now it's like here for real. Like <laughs> summer is, is over and now we're in the real, it's, it's, it's time to get this stuff serious. And then we started with the debates and it was like, okay, well, what are you going to do? Not document the debate? Every single one was like, every single thing that happened in each of the debates was so ridiculous that they each needed their own little thing. Like, oh yeah, like Shut Up Man or like the fly on the hair. Like all of these tiny little things. No one's gonna like believe us when we try to tell them about all of the nonsense. <laughs> so it just had to be documented. And then I feel like it's like how um, a lot of Ali's projects get so big. It's like, oh, you did that? I need to do that too. And then I need to do that, and I need to do that. And then it just kind of snowballed this year. And, like, my mom, who's not political, like, I just want to say not political, like, she's completely removed from all of it. Even she was like, thank God that's over, right? I'm like, my, you didn't vote? You don't follow it? You didn't care? But she just felt in the air that, like, it was this thing bigger than life, like, about to pop. So she, even she was like, oh, well, thank God he's out of there because I don't, I'm just like, but my, you didn't even care either way. You didn't vote. You don't tell me to vote. You don't look up literature. Like, I just think for everyone, no matter how involved you were or not, mm -hmm. just felt it. So then when you're a documenter, it's like the natural thing you'd think to go in. But then minute one, question one, then why don't we see the other people? I get it. I, I love, I, I'm excited to hear the feedback from listeners on this one because Me I too. feel like we'll get the answer in some connecting dots kind of way. <laughs> Someone will have something to tell us. Yeah. Some kind of information. Yeah. Okay. So this season we've been asking everybody what's been an unexpected thing that has taught them a lesson or been a boon in their life. What do you think has been the most unexpected thing about the election so far? Well, number one, that it lasted so freaking long. I mean, election day was election week, and I don't think anyone would have. I mean, we probably pre predicted that it would take much longer than usual, but I don't think anyone would have realized the intensity of Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday. And then, like, it was just like, can you count faster? Jeez, <laughs> like. Like it's your I think everyone jobs. was just, yeah, it was just, everyone was just like, whole, yeah, like so tense and on so much anxiety, even if, like you said, like your mom who didn't care about the election. Like, I think it, it was just this feeling of like, let's get this over with for <laughs> crying out loud. But I, so I think that was, that was super unexpected. Just that whole, yeah, those, those whole four days. It was a, it was a mess those whole four days. And then yeah. it was just like Saturday morning. Oh, we're doing this on a Saturday morning. No problem. Okay. Just go for it. Yeah, no, that was, again, they won't believe us when we tell them. That's why we need to document it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sister-in-law was at that Spike Lee party in Brooklyn. She got a, a nice photo of him. And I was like, Jill, I love you. You're the best person <laughs> in the entire world. 
Um, yeah, she's the best. I love her. So, it has been a, an interesting and fun time in the United States of America. Yeah. Shall we currently? Yes. Please. Yeah, let's do it just to wrap this fun episode up. So, what are you currently watching? Um, I am currently watching, for some reason I got sucked into all these shows about New York, so I watched The Undoing on HBO, which is, uh, I don't know exactly why I'm watching it, but it's, it's so, it's so beautiful, like it's beautifully shot, um, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, um, takes place in New York, and then I also over the weekend watched Dash and Lily, which is on Netflix, it's just this like teeny bopper <laughs> <laughs> little like six episode series um about these like teens that fall in love but it was also in new york it's very like new york at christmas and this is the longest time i've gone without going to new york in since i don't even know for like a decade so it's just like i'm watching all these new york things i miss new york i especially miss new york at the christmas time and it's just nice to like lose yourself in a show and and feel like you're traveling through television. I have been saying the exact same thing about the exact <laughs> same two shows for yeah. like two weeks now. <laughs> New York. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Like I haven't started a show unless I've heard at least five people. Like I don't just one. I don't go on one or two. Like it has to be five. And I think I'm up to five for both of them. Oh, things. I also just watched The Queen's Gamut. Gam- Gamut? That's like number four. Yeah. I highly recommend that. I watched that in like over two days because it was just so, it's so beautiful. There's like this the wallpaper, like every room in this miniseries is covered in the most amazing wallpaper. <laughs> It's like the most gorgeous show I've ever seen. And like there's it's mm. great. It's so good. Awesome. What are you currently reading? Um, I just bought a new cookbook. I don't know if that counts. I will never probably yeah. use it, but it's Claire Saffitz, <laughs> who used to work at Bon Appetit and um Dessert Person. Yeah, it's called Dessert Person, which I think fits really nice with paper person. <laughs> um yeah. So that's that's the newest book that I've been digging into. Nice. Cookbooks, even if you don't make it, are like beautiful to read. I buy cookbooks like crazy and never actually <laughs> cook, but I just think they're inspiring. It's interesting to like see someone who I've watched like Claire so many of her YouTube videos and and things like that. So it's interesting to read her writing and to like hear her voice through words like that. Definitely. I um, totally get it. Uh Sola is gonna come out with a cookbook mm. too. I love her. I do too. So I have to I have to pre-order that. What are you currently listening to? I am currently listening to, I don't know, Kristen, if you ever saw Once, or Amanda, if you saw Once on Broadway. Um, it was no. maybe like six years ago. Um, it was Steve Kazee and Kristen Milati. And it's based on the movie Once, where these it's set in Ireland, and these two musicians meet and kind of fall in love, but there's a lot of obstacles. Um, but the I heard an interview with Kristen Milati. She was in the movie Palm Springs. I don't know if you guys watched that this summer. Loved that. Like, I highly recommend Palm Springs. But um, I was listening to an interview with her, and then that led me to the one soundtrack. And again, I think on my like New York kick, I just miss the Broadway shows. I miss being at the live music kind of experience. And so I think I'm going back through like all my like Broadway soundtracks and that's what, that's what's been playing in yeah. my car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you currently making? I have been thinking about December daily, which we talked about last, <laughs> last episode that I got to chat with you guys. Um, just kind of setting aside some papers for that but um that's all i've been really making right now hey what are you currently feeling uh i think i'm just feeling tired it's like already dark here at four o'clock in the afternoon i never know what time it is i've kind of lost track of what day it is you know november has seemed like the longest month ever uh it's just, I think I feel ex- like mentally exhausted and just kind of like in that like winter hibernation mode already. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. What are you currently planning? 
Um, I am planning, what am I planning? I'm planning, um, I just did a November shop release on the 15th, and then we're going to do another one on Black Friday, which is actually going to be Black Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So I'm planning, getting all that planned out. There's going to be some new products, some new kind of election. Yeah, not kind of, but some new election themed (laughs) products um, and kind of coronavirus products. And then a lot of sales, a lot of discounts. So trying to get all the logistics for that to come together. Hey, you heard it here first, listeners. <laughs> uh, what are you currently Exclusive, loving? Yeah. yeah. Um, I am loving, um, over the summer, I bought a car. I bought a Subaru Crosstrek, and this is only my second car I've ever bought. I bought my first car last, I guess, was it 2019? January 2019. So I'm a very new car owner. So I sold that car and bought this new car. And I love my new car. Like, I love (laughs) my new car. I love having somewhere else to sit. And that just, like, is, like, yeah, yeah, and not my couch and not my bed that I can just, like, be in and relax in. And and my car, it just drives so nice. And I've never had Apple CarPlay, which is, like, a game changer. (laughs) It's like this whole new world of driving a car. I love that answer <laughs> for someone who loves to travel, and that's her only way right now. <laughs> I know all my You're money went to this car. I'm glad I love it. Like, thank God, <laughs> thank God it worked out. That's awesome. That's amazing. Another parents, fun episode. I was going to say, my parents <laughs> just got a new car, and this is how my mom listens to the podcast now. And she was like raving about your last episode. She loved it oh, so thanks. much. <laughs> Um, yes, this is amazing. I'm super excited. This has been another great episode. I have an idea for after chatter. I want to talk about the Georgia elections. And I also want to tell you how excited I am about certain things you have in your shop. So let's do that. And we'll be back next week with another amazing episode. Have an amazing Thanksgiving, guys. You are incredible. And we love you very much. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the show. We are headed over to the Craftiest Female After Chatter show now, which is an exclusive perk for Awesome Ladies All Access Club members. The All Access Club has a ton of great benefits like daily page lessons with me, free courses, and yeah, it's literally called the All Access Club because of the legit all of the access, right? But one of the best things is the After Chatter Vault. There are more than 100 episodes, both audio and video, in an easy-to-use classroom where you can even mark your progress. So we've got another great episode of the After Chatter Show coming up right now, and you can join us today at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash CAF. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll be back next week with another great episode. Thanks, guys. Love you so much.